I was addicted to porn and literally every guy I saw, I was thinking about having sex with them. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Onlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers and a real God. And today we're going to talk about porn addiction for women specifically, how it can spiral into a huge sex addiction and a crazy immoral lifestyle. Now, excessive porn use has already been linked to elevated levels of promiscuity. But do those statistics apply to women and porn use as well? Well, today we will have Alaris Aaron, who will tell us her tale of porn addiction that spiraled into a sex addiction that left her making wrong choices in her life. Now, listener discretion is advised as we will be talking about things that are sexual in nature. Alaris, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. And I look forward to talking about this. Well, Alaris, first of all, it is so amazing having you on the show. And first of all, you are so brave as a woman and a woman of God talking about these real things. And I encourage you to just let it all out about the truth about the past, because it's going to help us to understand some things. I'm so delighted to have you on the show to talk about this. Now, for me, Alaris, before I ask this question, I remember when I was a porn addict myself, so I can relate to you. And for me, it always left me kind of thinking about girls as objects. I would objectify girls. And basically, every time I saw a girl, I was just like, yeah, you know. So did you find as a woman with porn addiction, did you find, you know, like a similar feeling that way or was it totally different? I actually did. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So it was similar. Yes, very similar. So like, what is it like when a woman objectifies a man? What would that look like? So it kind of looked like, especially if it was a good looking man, I would be like, oh, yeah, like kind of got to have it. Wow. But there was no like deep feeling of love or it was more like lust. Had to have it, had to get it. But there was no real attachment to the person. Wow. I would just use him and be like, okay, kind of go now. (laughs) Wow. You know what? That is very similar. And so that's interesting how porn addiction had, you know, a similar effect for you. So let me ask you another question. So I know that not everyone who looks at porn becomes a porn addict. However, I do understand that porn made you feel in control and that the sex addiction was expressing itself as a form of control. Tell me a little bit about your past and how that all worked for you. Yeah. So everything in my life was kind of out of control at that time. Hmm. So the only thing that I really had control over was people and I was hurting inside, Hmm. but I really didn't have an understanding of that. So in order to control other people, I was like, oh, well, I can just use this as a tool to control men for my selfish needs. 
Wow. And it caused a lot of harm to other people. Yeah. And it's like that statement, like hurting people always hurt people. Yeah. And it's so true. And I just kept hurting people because I was hurting. And there was no emotional attachment to them, even though some of them did get emotionally attached to me. And I had several proposals of marriage. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This ain't happening. Wow. And we're talking about specifically the sex addiction where you would basically get in these relationships. And for you, it was just about sex. It was just about the sex. And they got emotionally involved. And then... Yeah. And so when you said you hurt people, like literally these guys were just completely emotionally damaged. Yes, they were. And I didn't care. I did not care at that point in time in my life. I cared nothing about for anybody except for myself. And it became like a drug to me. Interesting. And it didn't last very long. You know, it's like that feeling of feeling good. Mm -hmm. So it's like I had to have, you know, my next victim, I guess. Yeah. Without thinking about it, right? Yeah. Without thinking about it. And I'm just like, oh, well. Wow. So I understand that when you were younger... You started getting into witchcraft, actually, before the sex addiction, before the porn addiction. You actually got into witchcraft because you were seeking that control to hope that your parents would get back together. And I understand that was where the wound started when your parents got a divorce. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I blamed myself for my parents' divorce, which was the weirdest thing, you know, for a seven-year-old. But, you know, it's like you have this fantasy land in your head when you're young and you're like oh everything's good everything's going to come out roses and sunshine and you know that didn't happen in my family Hmm. and so I was trying to paint this picture of you know it's going to get better it's going to get better well it never got better wow and how did you get introduced into witchcraft and all that stuff so when my parents got divorced, my mom moved into an apartment yeah. and I got introduced to some of the kids in the neighborhood. And one of the older girls, she was into witchcraft and mm. said she was trying to get me into all this stuff by, oh, you know, if you go into the bathroom and do the whole Bloody Mary thing. And I was like, that's not real. It's not going to work. But I did anyway, just to prove her wrong. Well, she was right. Wow. Interesting. Yes, yes. But that's a whole nother story. Right, right. But I understand that that opened up the door to getting into even further witchcraft. It did. And that you were actually trying to use it to get your parents, like to wish them back together. Back together. Like Mm -hmm. to get your life back together, to be in control, right? Yes, yes. And then later on, though, as you discarded witchcraft, pornography took over. How did that happen? Tell me what happened there. So it was just another form of control to controlling other people because that was the one thing in my life that I could control. It made me feel good. I can do it when I was able to, you know, when I wasn't working and, but it became such an addiction. I mean, I woke up thinking that I went to bed thinking that, and, you know, I could eat a meal thinking about that, like everything Oh my gosh. Thoughts were just consumed. I was consumed by that and it was eating me alive. Oh my gosh. So you were never really focused. I mean, you're, you were replaying those images again and again. Over and over again. Yep. 
Okay, so let's talk about this because I can really relate to your story from my past. You're like bringing me back here. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's right. It was always. You're sitting eating a nice meal and you're thinking about the wrong thing, you know? How were you as a young girl, though, introduced to porn? My boyfriend at the time when I was in the military, he actually introduced me to porn. And before that, I wanted nothing to do with it. Like I knew Mm. about it, but I wanted nothing to do with it. You thought it was gross at first? Yes, it was so disgusting. I was like... Okay, so as a woman, I see. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, this is so abusive. This is like on a whole other level. I would not even go there. But he just showed me one time, then, and that's all it took. Wow. So what is it about porn that gripped you as a woman? I mean, you know, you found it disgusting. How did it go from disgusting to like, yeah? I think it was because it was making me feel good. And my endorphins Mm. in my head, it was like releasing those endorphins. And I would feel better after the act of doing it. And I was just like, wow, I feel so much better. But that feeling would only last a few minutes. And then I would feel so disgusting. So you did feel disgusting afterwards. Oh, yeah. I would still feel like, wow, what did I just do? I would feel Mm. bad about it. Then I would go drink. Oh, let's just drink some more alcohol. It's more drunk. And then the cycle just continued over and over and over again every day. You know, let's stop there, uh, Laris. This is fascinating to hear about this from the girl's perspective. And I do want to have you on our next show because I understand that this porn addiction fueled a sexual addiction later on. So, Alaris, thanks again so much for being on the Real Life Radio Show. And again, thank you so much for you know being open to talk about this. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Awesome. Hold on there. I want to talk to you more about this right after the break. Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle, and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA, and that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to awakeningthenations.com and we believe America shall be saved. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? To me, it's kind of crazy to think that porn addiction gripped Alaris like it did. I mean, it was like a form of control and an expression of that that led to all types of immorality. Like she would watch porn and that she would act that out in sexual relationships with other men. Now, oftentimes people talk about it being okay to fantasize about others in their mind as long as it just stays there. But in reality, it never just stays there. It's written in ancient writings that Jesus said in Matthew 5.28, But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. I would guess this would mean the same for women to look at men with lust, that it is equivalent to adultery. Why is that? Well, as you can see, 
What we think about constantly, we will eventually act out. Whatever is in our head will eventually be acted upon by our hands and our bodies. And eventually, whatever is in our minds will come out of our mouths. Isn't that the truth? So though Alaris thought her addiction to porn was secretive, it was no secret. It began to express through her lifestyle and in the form of a sexual addiction. I know this is a hard subject to talk about, and I know there are many who struggle with porn addiction or use of porn. But my friend, don't you know that the eyes are the window to your soul? Whatever you're putting inside your eyes is going to either refresh your soul or it's going to pollute it. And then from there, it will pour out into your life in thoughts, actions, and behaviors. I don't care what anyone says, porn use is never a good thing for you. It will always carry you to a place that you don't want to go. Friend, I can tell you from a personal experience. When I was a porn addict, I thought I was being so secretive, but I was expressing it through my life and language everywhere I was going. It defiled much of my life before I experienced the purity I could experience through Jesus Christ. If you're struggling with this issue, let me take a moment and pray with you. The Lord is calling you to lay it at His feet so He can take it away from you. He has something better for you. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you so much for your goodness and for who you are. And Lord, I'm sensing there's someone who is dealing with porn addiction even right now and is eating at them from the inside out. We take a moment, Lord, to surrender this, knowing that this is not good for us and that eventually it's going to lead us somewhere that we don't want to go. So Lord, we surrender this to you now. We give you the porn addiction. We give you the porn use. And Jesus, we receive you. We receive your purity. Cleanse us, God, from the inside out. In Jesus' mighty name. I hope you are blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477. That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.